0: hi it's dave here before we get to this week's episode of the cinemile i just want to say this episode was recorded the same day uh, that liam neeson made the racist remarks during the press tour uh so we do not address it because me and james uh, were not aware of it at the time and we only found out uh, afterwards so this is just a review of the movie and here it is Hello, it's Dave here and you're listening to The Cinemile where myself and my wife Kathy walk home from the movies. She's not here though, so I've roped in my friend James. Hello. Hi James. You are on wife duty today. (laughs) Yeah. Substitute wife. Yeah,
1: sorry, a very second class wife I'm afraid. No, I think you'd make a great wife. (laughs) Thank you.
0: I think you, I mean, honestly, and I feel like this may be an inappropriate time to bring this up, but you were my second choice. (laughs) Thanks Dave. It It was between Kathy and you. And are. and when push came to shove, I just felt Kathy was the better option. But it was close. I'm going to tell you, it was very very close. This
1: is warming my heart, man. Thanks <laughs> so much.
0: Anyway, and that's been our show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to see Cold Pursuit, the latest yeah. Liam Neeson revenge thriller. I say latest. I mean, that's where's well, his job now? I mean, isn't, it? Yeah. But since yeah.
1: Taken, I mean, it feels like that is. He's been typecast well and truly, hasn't he?
0: Yes, I think so. I mean, there's been so many of them, none of yeah, which I no. can recall the names. No, of, but, I know. But, I mean, just... we've seen. There was the one in the plane. Do you remember that one? No. <laughs> non. Was it nonstop? No flight. No. Hang no. on. Anyway, I, there was one in a plane. Know, he was a U.S. marshal on a plane, and then he had a gun, and then uh, I don't know. It was. It was. Yeah. It was that. It was just action. Action. Neeson. Act, old. Jer- <laughs> somebody. Somebody perfectly coined. Um, the this new sub- sub-genre of um, of uh, older action yeah. stars that came out of Taken and it was Jerry Action yeah. <laughs> and I don't know <laughs> who did perfect. that but it's so good um, <laughs> yeah that is bang on isn't it but yeah I mean look he's made a career and, and I say fair fair deuce to yeah, me I mean listen like,
1: it's a niche why not I guess there was you know there was Red and there was those sort of yes you know there was that, that I guess that was before Taken right so maybe, you know maybe wants it's that, a bit Jay. of a rich vein. The Grey Pound.
0: <laughs> the Grey Pound. And uh, Exotic Marigold Hotel. <laughs> yeah. One of the best action movies of the year. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, so yeah. good they made a sequel. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's something... I mean, look, he does it well, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, like, He's good at that. I
1: quite like it, yeah. you know, I mean, as in, I quite like it for what it is. Do you know what I mean? It's like Liam Neeson, older guy, having a punch-up. Why is that any less believable than... Jason Statham doing it do you know what I mean it's like
0: well he, sa- he makes it believe yeah, it, doesn't he totally. he sells it because yeah. like, he's kind of Liam Neeson's got the physique as well like, he's a yeah, big, he is big guy Yeah, he's a big guy he's quite imposing he's got that I mean that famous um, you know he can deliver a line with gravitas <laughs> yeah. and it, have it not be silly uh, you know the famous Taken one for example yeah um, alright well let's talk about this movie what do, what do you know about this movie
1: I know nothing about this movie. Um great I'm on your Yeah you you sent me the all the information I had was the film poster which you sent me. <laughs> yeah. And the main thing I took away from that was that there was a car impaled on a tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> was just about summed it up. I didn't bother looking into anything more. I was just like okay, I know what's coming. That's all
0: You did sign up quick when Absolutely. I, that. Yeah, I said that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's You want to go see this movie. I mean, you are like Car impaled on a tree? (laughs)
1: Yeah. I'm there. I mean, it just looked like a Liam Neeson romp in the snow.
0: Well, let's let's put it out there now. How do you think the car gets on the tree? Does he put it there? I mean, I
1: assume it is some sort of, you know, the end of someone's life. They're driving off a cliff or he drives, you know, he pushes the car off. Something to do with off a cliff, landing on a tree, impaled.
0: Makes sense. You know. Adds up.
1: Delivered cold serve revenge by Liam Neeson that,
0: I mean that's the tagline absolutely revenge is a dish best served <laughs> not, actually not, is, a, not a very original <laughs> no. tagline but hey um, alright well look we ne- we don't, neither of us know anything about this it's called Cold Pursuit it looks co- there's snow on the poster there's a car on a tree Liam Neeson's going to get revenge for possibly a family member's <laughs> death let's do it we can only presume um, or, or someone gets kidnapped is that, no, you don't get revenge when someone's been kidnapped. No, someone's so got to die, yeah, right? someone's got
1: to die. Yeah. I mean, well, he could be quite a sensitive guy. I mean, not that's not sensitive, but, you know, someone kidnaps He's really someone in his family, so he just goes <laughs> and kills them all. I mean, I kind of like that. It's sort of like, you know, finally the victim is the one overreacting, not, not the perpetrator. I'm guessing someone gets killed, though. Some people are so sensitive to, the to their rem- family being kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's really... Oh, come I'm, on
0: in Get this in day Nick is in, in a twist alright come on let's, we're here let's go in <laughs> okay. we'll see you on the other side of the Pursuit that? movie gonna kill him and <laughs> no. all those guys one guy can disappear two who wants me dead three of Vikings drug dealers have disappeared what makes you think you can kill him man I read a crime novel doesn't happen in Kyo. It just did. Right, hello. We're we're out. We're out of the cold pursuit. It's yes. not. And ironically, it's no longer cold. No, in London, it's I become know, yeah. warm.
1: It's distinctly mild. Yeah. This, this distinctly mild pursuit would have not <laughs> yeah. been a good title. Yeah. For this no, movie. we're not in the tundra of Denver, are we? In Colorado.
0: Um, alright let's, let's okay so no spoilers yet as, as our listeners know we'll do a spoiler street we're in Leicester okay. Square so I hope they have a spoiler street nearby yeah, We'll just have to wander yeah. around <laughs> they got it they, they got it all <laughs> you just um, pay
1: tourist prices
0: yeah the spoilers come with a hefty exactly. price tag here um, but I think we'll give a very well we didn't know what the movie was about so we'll we will I think we'll just give a very brief synopsis Okay. Um, without you know, without giving too much away, but there, we were right. There was rev- there was a murder. Yes, somebody was absolutely. murdered. absolutely
1: He didn't take you know a kidnapping to heart, and his, his son.
0: His son was murdered. Son I think we can murdered. say that okay, it happened right. in I the first five got minutes. Got halfway through also, that. Was like, Damn I've, it! <laughs> I've looked it up on IMDb. It's literally the, the first line of the okay, thing. Fine. Yeah, cool. it, it's something like a snowplow driver. Gets revenge on the people who murdered his son. <laughs> and that's kind of all you need to know about this movie. Um, yes. it, it's, I mean, I gotta say, I thought it was, it was so surprisingly good. <laughs> I really enjoyed
1: it. I'm with you, actually. <laughs> I, I mean, my expectations were rock bottom. Like, I really was expecting nothing from this. And, you know, and so from zero, it actually delivered something. It was like. It lent into humour quite a lot, you know. It didn't take itself too seriously, which I think is exactly right thing to do with a film like this. It's like, you know, it's not going to win any awards, do you know what I mean? So you may as well have a bit of fun with it.
0: It was like, yeah, really lent into the yeah. humour. Like it, I was, I would almost call it a, an out-and-out out comedy. Yeah. Or it was like a real black yeah, comedy. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like it was riddled with gags, like, and I think the, they were mostly working. I yeah, think. I think so. Well, we were laughing. The audience had a great laugh at it. Yeah. Um, and it was also like kind of, it skirted the right side of sort of the balance of the comedy and the action. Yeah, I think for so. For the most think, part.
1: Yeah, I think on the whole it sort of trod the line fairly well. I think, like the, well, the first sort of, there were a couple of bits which are sort of, they were playing on like, I don't know, the sort of realism of, <laughs> of life. You know, when there's a scene and there, is this a spoiler if I, I talk think about you can the, say No, you can say. Okay, fine. fine. They yeah. sort of jack up the, the the. Uh, I don't know. What it's called the tray that the dead bodies are kept in the morgue. You know, and and the sort of assistant is, jacking up the body of the sun, and everyone's just sort of, looking on awkwardly. And it, you know, it, I mean, it's funny. It's, that's that's the one time when I was like, how how far are they going to push it? But I think that was really setting the tone for the rest of the film. It did it because kind of this
0: is it. It the movie likes to sort of. Linger in funny, quirky moments, yeah, like that, or find the, it finds humor in really dark black situations, like yes. like that like there's I mean and, and that 's a moment where the Liam Neeson and his wife, Laura Dern, who is a phenomenal actress, is <laughs> pretty much wasted here, yeah um, are like you know they 're seeing that the body of their their dead son, and then they decide, no, we're going to just have you a sort of a weird, awkward laugh here. Yeah. And, and it's sort of... All right, so I, I did read, because I, I just had a quick uh, IMDb of it, and it's a it's a remake of a Norwegian movie. Oh, uh, okay. Because it yeah. kind of feels like, and I wonder how much of that was kept, because it feels like it's got a sort of quirky European sort of yeah. Sense, yeah. sensibility There's, to it, doesn't it's it? It's definitely
1: got that that sort of black humour, does feel very much... I mean, obviously planned but it feels like part of the identity of the film now. doesn't it it's like you know it's not something that i don't know it, it does i mean not that i'm an aficionado of norwegian film but it does feel like quite <laughs> that's black that's why i asked you on very yeah, very dark you know and really sort of people being in situations which are horrible and yet there's some Reality that is drawing out the humour in the in the situation, you know, someone being awkward or someone, you know, the practicalities of having to lift up a dead body for the <laughs> yes. parents to to identify. So, yeah, that that sort of rings true to me, like the sort of Norwegian element of it. As I say, with no real. And it
0: was and it was cold. It's cold in Norway. <laughs> yes. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but it was. Yeah, it was. It was good. I think I, I think we should jump over to spoiler street because there's a lot to lot to dig into, yeah, yeah, I let's, think. But, let's do it. Absolutely. I think yeah, I'd, I'd recommend this. I think it's Do you
1: know what? Yeah, I would recommend it. I mean, do you need to see it at the cinema? No. No. Is it, you know, it's I mean, you get to see some beautiful landscapes, I mean, Colorado is gorgeous. So that was nice to see on the big screen, but I think it's quite a nice, you know, maybe on like a Sunday, you might be hungover. You're not you don't have to engage your brain with it too much. It's just fun. It's, and, it is fun, you know, and yeah, a romp is exactly yeah. Do you like, know what? Very unexpected. The, that whole the humorous side of it, and there's a few like mechanisms in the film, like the, the way they sort of announce each dead, each person that's died. Yes, I, I thought that was very funny, you know, and, and they use that.
0: They get a little title, uh, yeah, or a little sort of R.I.P. memoriam, exactly. And they um, yeah, they even use that for in, good effect, and they once they've established that they start using it as yeah. a punchline yeah yeah
1: totally yeah. which I thought worked really well yeah uh, it's a
0: it's a it's a it's a fun um, it's a fun little comedy really it knows what it is yeah. I think however I will say before we get to Spoiler the um, I, there were a few moments where I thought the, co- the comedy actually sacrificed the opportunity to have a little bit of drama because it starts the first like 20 minutes or so when you know when the son is is um, murdered and Liam Neeson begins his sort of revenge that that felt quite um, powerful in a way I I did I thought it was really with him actually and then I think the movie loses focus a little bit because it it kind of takes the the focus away from Liam Neeson introduces a lot more characters and um, gets a little bit convoluted no, i would say convoluted it, it all the all the new characters were enjoyable, and I liked the way it all sort of came together, but it definitely he became less of the sort of core of the movie, and we spent less time with him and I think that impacted sort of our journey with him and a re- as a revenge yeah, i think what i
1: is- 'd agree with that like the first i mean this is not a spoiler I mean Neeson goes on a killing spree (laughs) Yeah, you know (laughs) guys you know he's got a shopping list of people he needs to kill (laughs) but you know the first two killings you know are actually they're quite sort of full on and you just feel like okay this guy's going into you know he's going into a world that he isn't used to and that I think that is what you're talking about that gravitas of okay right he's willing to kill someone for his son alright he's actually killed a second person they're quite sort of Brutal, and actually, again, that sort of realism—that, you know, some of the—I mean, if you're not, you know, if violence is not for you. This film is quite full-on, like to so the detail of, you know, teeth tinkling on the floor as they're smashed out of people's faces. It's like there's
0: some great sound design. Yeah, like, I the, mean, the sound design is more graphic yeah, than yeah, the visuals. It actually ways, is. Yeah, you know,
1: and so I, I agree. You know, it it, it still feels very. You know, poignant and dramatic, the sort of first two killings. But then after that, you're right. That's when the the humour sort of starts to get threaded back through it. And so you then lose that, yeah, the dramatic sort of edge to it that, that is there for the beginning too. After that, you're sort of, it's mixed in with the humour. So you lose that sort of And I, you And know, I think gravitas. You,
0: you're nailed there because... You're you're with him because he's just a snowplow driver and citizen of the year, and he's just a normal guy. And he, he again he sells that very well. I think Liam Neeson's kind of mm. such a good actor. We believe him as both action hero, um, and just like a snowplow yeah. driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe him as a snowplow yeah. driver because again he just yeah. looks like this gruff, hunting sort of guy yeah, living in absolutely. The, the, the the wilderness of of Denver. So, but I felt like that that journey at the beginning was really powerful because he is out of his comfort zone but as soon as he becomes you know ingratiated into that world and we meet all the other players in the criminal world then it's just like we're just watching another sort of quirky crime comedy yeah. right and yeah. they, they definitely lost lost touch of that sense of realism but look again it's a, I would say it's a relatively minor complaint I just feel like the first half of the film promised something and and kind of hinted at something that it didn't really pay off on and just became another quirky crime caper.
1: Yeah, Right. yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, it's, as, as you say, it's like my expectations were zero and then they <laughs> yeah. were lifted and then this is a criticism <laughs> yeah. within something which I thought was going to be pretty bad, you know, turned out to surprise me. But, you know, lo and behold, it's got lots of things which actually <laughs> didn't, didn't mean it was, you know, the best film of all time. But yeah, on the whole, I thought I thought it was actually fun. It was and, good. It was good. Yeah, and they sort I'm of really the balance was about right, even if they did sacrifice some of that sort of seriousness.
0: All right, let's turn on to the um, the spoiler section okay, of Leicester it. Square. It's just outside M and World. <laughs> For anyone who can't, well, you can't, that's everyone. For all of you people who can see us, which is everyone, um, we're just literally doing laps around the, uh, the square. Yeah, the absolutely. actual square.
1: We've walked past Pikachu begging on Leicester Square about four times now.
0: He's not begging. <laughs> Pikachu's not hard up. He's looking right at us. Don't, <laughs> Pikachu don't, is, don't make Pikachu eye contact. is dancing in front of him. He is begging. He's bucket. got a little bucket. <laughs> what, why, would, yeah. why would I give that man... Busking. Okay, maybe he's busking. He's busking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's performance art. Okay. Yeah. He bought He bought that Pikachu suit online and he made a decision... <laughs> to do performance act okay um, I've got so much to say about this movie that I can't think of anything to say okay first of all disappointing that Laura Dern uh, disappeared because yeah. she's a brilliant actress and was kind well she wasn't really she wasn't really she got nothing to work with she was just providing a kind of a gravitas to it just by being Laura Dern yeah. I think yeah, I but mean, then they didn't. Write, they it was didn't such write a no- It was
1: such a nothing part. I mean,
0: so disappointing. Her
1: whole part was basically being absent. You know, even when she was there, yeah, her yeah. thing was kind of like, I'm not really present here. And
0: which it was never mentioned again or anything. Uh, it was just like the most profound thing she did was leave that quite quite hilarious <laughs> I mean, note. That was, that was um, pretty funny. With nothing on it, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> which, Leaving leave
1: it an envelope on it on the bed, poignantly placed. Liam Which... Neeson opened <laughs> it up
0: there's just nothing on yeah. it <laughs> but like uh... that's both funny and kind of um, poetically tragic yeah. as well like she yeah, had yeah. nothing to say like I thought I was. I was this movie has some real like touches of like yeah. genius in there yeah like and it again that's another moment of surprise i think this movie's full of like surprises isn't it yeah absolutely like i kept getting like we, i think we all we kept turning to each other a lot and like kind of like what Wait, what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> particularly the end like... not to jump right to the end but like the note that this movie ends on is very much like farce like farce comedy yeah right? absolutely it's like they could have ended it on a Kind of a profound note, maybe, but and that, I guess that's maybe what they wanted to, to just let end to end on that, like a guy in a hang, like whatever parachuting <laughs> yeah. into a snowplow. <laughs> that was and so was,
1: weird. Like, done. I guess that was yeah. Like that was the sort of the final joke of their, you know, the the sort of announcements of the deaths. You know the sort of quirky death that happened, and just the sort of absurdity it felt like yeah the fight they were chiming the final note of that concept that they'd been running through the film I mean yeah and it and it was exactly that it did sort of catch you off, but it's like what the hell but it felt like them
0: like it felt like that that really like punctuates the movie as in like that shows how far away from where we started we we like we ended yeah. up. Yeah. as in like the movie completely lost sight of Liam Neeson and his son to the point where like yeah. he didn't even kill the guy no right he he killed his car with a tree <laughs> Which is, I know I got that wrong
1: I got that wrong I mean no I, did...
0: I, no I think on the poster the car was up on the tree right yeah I think it it's was misleading. on the poster. it's false advertising false
1: advertising when in fact there's an ingenious use of an industrial
0: tree stripping <laughs> <Yeah>. machine. <laughs> well, the precision involved in that. Like I love that I love that in the middle of a gunfight, <laughs> yeah. Liam Neeson's right, Right, I don't know guns, but I know snowplows and Do you think there's just someone in a room who is just thinking up ways that you can kill bad
1: guys? Because I feel like in you know, oh, yeah. in all the bonds, in like all the action films that you're getting out of it's almost like what is the quirkiest <laughs> yeah. way we can kill a henchman or the you know the bad guy or whatever? And I mean, this was a good one. I'll, I'll give it that. It I thought was that very was good, inventive. You know,
0: maybe there's a yeah. There's got to be that's someone's speciality. Yeah, right. There's a guy. There's a writer. He doesn't do dialogue. Yeah. Doesn't do exactly. screenplays, but he's the he kill just does guy. Deaths. It's like we need. Oh God, we've got this. I'm got the cold the pursuit script but we've got yeah. six more people to kill <laughs> yeah. get terry in <laughs> i did like all the nicknames that everyone yes had. yeah that
1: was that, yeah i mean it's it's fun i mean it's sending up the whole you know that sort of gangster culture everyone having it, the nickname and the es- i mean the Eskimo was funny like i i actually quite enjoyed that as much as it's such <laughs> a small part of the story <laughs> I quite enjoyed that whole section. It was just like really take, taking the piss, and you know, just like.
0: I liked that whole that whole thing with like. Well, the first of all, the villain who's played by some English guy. We looked him up. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: uh, Tom Bateman, I think. Tom, Tom. Is that it?
0: He he. I thought he did a great yeah, job. Tom Bateman. Yeah. He was. I mean, he was having a lot of fun. He was a comic book villain, really. Yes. Yeah. And they loaded him up with. Um, like the kind of quirky eccentricities that you yeah. get in like a Martin McDonough script or yeah. or something. Like he's he's obsessed with with healthy eating yeah. and giving his son a strict diet. But I mean, I I kind of am a sucker for that stuff, and it's yeah. funny. I think and on it the whole,
1: yeah, I think on the whole that was good. I think at times it kind of felt a bit. You know, you felt you felt the script. Then it felt, you know, occasionally it just drifts into maybe Drived. a little bit over the top. Yeah, slightly, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know that is i mean you know nitpicking again in a film that really you shouldn't go nitpicking in. well no but I, did, I did enjoy that as well
0: you're right as soon as as soon as you got two two henchmen in a car having a quirky conversation about something that's got nothing to do with the movie yeah i'm like yeah I, right I, yeah. there's this is this, uh, crime screenplay 101 <laughs> yeah. sort of showing off like uh, let's flesh out the henchmen um however look that's it i look like, I'm, I'm I'm highlighting it because it's kind of been done to death. But that's not to say this movie didn't do it well. because no, it I actually did. Like did Any time it did do that was quite enjoyable. Like the two Native American uh, henchmen outside the kids' school throwing yeah. snowballs at each other. Yeah. It's just kind of irreverent and funny. And yeah. um, the two and just the the two the fact that they they planned that um, two of the henchmen are have a secret um, like affair, secretly in love. Yeah. And I mean, which that was, was, quite, so it was quite unexpected. Nice yeah. And unexpected again, unexpected. And then, but the payoff to that, with him having to watch his like, Boyfriends get yeah, shot, and then have to like cut I, his head I, off, you're like, that's I that feel like they,
1: horrible. That was that was horrible. But I feel like they underplayed it. Like, yeah, you know, obviously it plays out in the end that he's the one feeding the information to the, you know, the alternate gang, um, which you know ends with the big uh, shootout at the end but I don't I mean I just feel like
0: they didn't linger on it no they no. didn't
1: and it was just like and actually it was just really sad because you could see it coming it was obviously being set up from the first but, it was, but even they so, were never going to get like, to Dublin no <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was really sad it was just like oh man you've literally just watched you know your partner just get killed by your boss I mean that got me it was I mean but equally a very surprising element to the film again like that whole that whole bit was just like very unexpected and I guess in a way it's nice that it's underplayed and it's not sort of you know making a big thing out of it yeah but uh, the one thing I was going to say about uh, Tom Bateman is for the first like 10-15 minutes or the, f- the first 10-15 minutes of hearing him I was like, who does he sound like? Who does he? He really reminded me of someone in a film, and I think it's um, Heath Ledger as the Joker. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because <laughs> his voice has got this sort of like deep, husky voice that almost sounds put on.
0: Well, I guess if he's English, it is put on, well, right? Essentially, yeah,
1: but. So that's that was what the, the Penny dropped after 10
0: minutes <laughs> I me. I was like not, that's it. It's Heath that. ledger
1: as that man. No, do not. All <laughs> yeah. oh, right. Ah,
0: okay. uh, he's doing uh, another <laughs> Joker impression <laughs> <laughs> from a crime boss. Yeah. Sorry, I had
1: to get in there because it was it was nagging away at me. So there we are. Um the one there was one other bit with Tom Bateman which I actually I actually thought all of the action and all of the shootouts and I thought that stuff was sold in really well. I thought all the fighting was really realistic and yeah, brutally realistic. Sometimes the one bit and I was just like, oh man, you should have reshot that. It was just where the ex-wife or ex-partner, the mother of the son, like swung a punch at him. <gasps> yes, it was so so bad. out of place. But it was just like it was it was completely out of place. But so it was just it just felt so hammed up yeah. didn't you think like it was just like this big haymaker swing that he slowly ducks under and, and then she, then she, she sort of him grabs by the him by the balls and right?
0: then but, but that—but the whole none of that worked because why did they finish that again they finished that scene on a gag which is they played that for, for, for a gag like yeah. oh she got him by the balls and then he goes our son has been kidnapped or whatever <laughs> it's like no it's like you, you again you've undercut the yeah. actual tension of because she she was a very um, straight role up until that point, yeah. right? Yeah, She's yeah. the she's the like the serious mother who doesn't have time for his shit and is like all about you've missed the PTA meeting and all this kind of stuff. And now you have you've have her like being action mom and and kind of like goofing around and yeah. and all the time it's like what's hanging over this whole scene is he hasn't told her that their son has <laughs> been kidnapped. Yeah. And ca- actually, can we talk about that whole? bizarre kidnapping by Liam Neeson because first of all it didn't make any sense so Liam Neeson gets sidelined in the whole middle bit of the movie and then shows up after his brothers died with a plan to (laughs) kidnap right so his plan is kidnap the the boy for some reason and then like have a fun day out with him (laughs) We're going to just chill out, go back to my house, and then the dad will just show up. But he never t- he never tells... The- again, the dad's whole thing is like, they- why aren't they calling? Liam Neeson's not calling. He just assumes they're going to find him. And how do they find him? Oh, luckily the janitor um, had you know, been pulled over by him and was able to posit... It's like, what was Liam Neeson hoping for, them, for this information yeah. to surface? That, like- that
1: whole section was actually quite weird. I mean, so I get weird. they were trying to sort of, you know, show the emotional and sensitive side of Leonison's character, but it was just really odd and like the kid is obviously meant to be this, you know, intelligent and older than his years kid, but like it still felt weird. Just like Yeah, you've got one you've,
0: scene where where he's like making jokes and he he listens to Bach and he's like he's a like genius at fantasy football and you're like, well, this kid's all about him and then he's like uh, and then Liam shows up and he's like, "Your mom's not picking you up today." I'm a new guy. Uh, get into my van. Yeah. And the kids like, well, "All right." Um, which, firstly, obviously there are horrible, creepy connotations about the whole thing. Yeah. And then, like, but Liam Neeson just continues to play it by. By the end of it, they're in bed together, <laughs> reading a book. And then they they do the Stockholm Syndrome gag, and I'm yeah. like, I don't really, I don't really feel comfortable with this whole thing, and I'm not like. I'm not interested in you mining comedy from an older man kidnapping a, yeah. a, a young boy. Um, it was like, weird. But no, I, I wasn't guess, into I that. I guess
1: it's that same thing where they were just um, they were just queuing up the gag, weren't they? You know, it was like that was just being that that Stockholm syndrome gag was just being queued up from. You know, the minute he's like, oh, "Read me a book," and all that sort of, you know, that's it, yeah, that you're was, right. It was all going towards that. They wrote, but... they wrote backwards, then didn't they? <laughs> I think uh, then, yeah.
0: they. were like, "Wouldn't it be fun? Wouldn't it be fun if we had a sort of like, uh, you know, eccentric odd couple comedy with Liam Neeson and his surrogate son?" <laughs> like, yeah, but no, it's like I don't, I just, I didn't like any of the, the sort of the, the build up to that. It didn't make sense for his character, the, and as we said earlier, the, the sort of the impetus for Liam Neeson taking revenge on these guys had taken a backseat, and I think the mistake they made actually was halfway through the movie when he goes to his brother, and he's and the brother's like, "No, you can't take this guy on, right?" And at that moment, it could have become one of two movies. It could have yeah. become Liam Neeson saying to him, "I've got nothing to lose. I had a gun in my like he had a gun in his mouth at the beginning, which I thought was a great touch because yeah. really humanized him and. Showed us that he had nothing to lose.
1: Yeah, and, um, but, but again, that that sort of came back to that that whole beginning section being a lot more serious and just. Do you, do you know what I mean? Before, like, one, before he'd killed those two people, that whole section, you're right, was really sad. You know, he'd just been to his kid's funeral. He's there. He's like ready to commit suicide. It's like,
0: you know, they're like there different with movie, him. Isn't yeah, totally. It? And that
1: yeah. also leads into those two those two first the two people that he kills first you're kind of still in that place you're like fuck you know you're still thinking you know this guy's on the verge of killing himself he's lost his son and now he's killing some other people <laughs> it's quite dark and you know a bit more affecting you know and this is all before then it starts to get intertwined with the humour the, yeah, the, the comic humor. book elements but the headline for me is that I don't think this film would have been anywhere near as enjoyable <laughs> without the humour like yeah. I guess may. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm not giving it enough credit. Maybe if they had just gone fully straight, and this is you know going to be a bit more serious, it would have been good. I don't know. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the fact they lent into the humour. I think that you know sets it apart from the other sort of Liam Neeson, "I'm going to find you and I will kill you" films. You know, it makes it slightly different and gives yeah, it something they, you can enjoy on a different level.
0: You're right because they they largely remain. Face. and I think those movies, these unnamed Liam Neeson movies that we can't even remember <laughs> yeah. or title, but you all know there's been dozens of them. Uh, they all play it serious and play it straight and yes. kind of play for the drama, but don't handle the drama well. But I think the, what I'm disappointed about with this is that they actually were handling the drama quite well at the yeah. beginning, and then they doubled down on the comedy. But to your point, it, it did work, and I enjoyed it. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of, you know... we're it's a weak criticism. But I feel like at that moment, if, they, if, if Liam Neeson had just been like, fuck it, I've got nothing to lose, and then he just goes off on a, on like some sort of murder spree yeah. solo, that's the kind of the movie I wanted to see, but instead the brother says, you're going to need a hitman, and he's like, okay. And at that moment I feel like he kind of takes a step backwards yeah. and then doesn't really do anything until he does the kidnap plot. Yeah, And I was like, no, I was kind of more enjoying the escalation of Liam Neeson mur- murdering more and more people, right? And I was kind of... I wish they'd followed that through to its, like, bizarre and silly yeah, okay. climax. Yeah. Just, I mean, just yeah. go full John Wick and yeah. have him enter the guy's house with a, with a snow plow, <laughs> right? And just a shovel. And just start fucking killing people.
1: So. Um, I actually quite enjoyed the, bro- like that, the brother storyline where... The Eskimo says, you know, oh, this guy Coxman's hired me and they mistakenly think that it's the brother, you know. I actually really like that, you know, it's quite touching. Again, it's sort of this weird moment of sensitivity and you know he doesn't say anything because he knows he knows that they think it's him and he's just willing to just take the bullet literally for it, you know, it's like I'm with you it was I thought, well. I thought, well really, I thought it was really, really good. good. It wasn't overdone. You know, he didn't overplay it. There was just, like, one moment of um, him sort of saying goodbye to his wife.
0: Oh, which was kind of touching as well. Yeah, I know. Like, and she touches the window. <laughs> yeah. You're right, they did. They, they injected, like, they injected just the right amount of drama in there. I yeah. totally bought it, and it was a, a really, like, noble sacrifice. Yeah. Was, yeah, very well done. And and, it, and actually, you know, while we're picking out those moments, the, the stuff with the... The uh, what was his name? The the Native American um, white bear. White, was it white? Yeah, white, white, bull. Bear, white, white bear. Bull, white bear. Bull, white bull. Um, They didn't quite nail it to the same extent with him and his son, but that actor, whoever he was, was was he he had enough sort of gravitas. Yeah. In that the moment of him like watching everybody see, skiing around him, and then he bursts into tears again, like this unexpected yeah. little moment, but yeah. like sold it as a as a yeah. strange human little. You know, in moment.
1: And again, that's I mean, I, I guess all we get to see is stereotypes of Native Americans in films, really. But they sort of played with that a bit, didn't they? The fact that you had all these very stoic Native Americans and taking it all seriously. But then it was the flip side of that was they were just like, you know, messing around. They're having a snowball fight. I yeah. mean, the guy <laughs> gets in the parasail, whatever it's called, ends up killing, you know, killing himself, and it's like. They're sort of at least playing with some of those stereotypes that you get that you usually see in, you know, Western cinema. anyway. It was like I quite like that again. It's like that <laughs> guy was to- really good. He had that sort of gravitas, but then they the the foil to that was all the the young other henchmen who were just actually <laughs> just talking about. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I love that they had. Um that one of the nicknames of their guys was the Indian who, who was actually Indian <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, was, the he was obviously very... like a Hindu yeah. guy because <laughs> he had the
1: little, you know, his little religious symbol which I, I actually quite liked as a little you know a trope that they were using the religious symbols and I think yes. it was even to the sort of detail of like a you know maybe a Church of England and then a more Catholic cross yeah, the Star of David for funnate. somebody yeah, yeah. And, uh, obviously the Viking, they gave the peace sign at the end, which again was just a bit of a, yeah. It's good. It's a lovely, stylish little touch, isn't it? I thought that, I thought that worked really well and it was just like quite fun.
0: And at the end of the shootout when they just put like 20 names up on the screen (laughs) again, it's like, that's funny. Like they, the movie's very confidently funny.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, I, I mean, I don't even know who directed it, but obviously he, a Norwegian
0: guy, actually, but it's not. I, I, it's not the guy that did the movie. Okay, the, fine. The, the original. I don't think. But you know, he.
1: I mean, presumably, he's just thought of those things and thought, do you know, what? that would be funny. I'm definitely going to do that, and he's put them in, even down to like the credits at the end. It's in order of disappearance, yes. you know, and the actors are each blowing off screen great. one at a time.
0: Although, I mean, we, we did say that you can't look at that without thinking of the Avengers. Yeah. Right? It's become such a meme. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you feel like they, they must have had that idea before that. Definitely. That yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it there, I think, unless you have anything else to add. No, I think that's it from me. That was fun. All right. Go go see the movie that you've already seen or we've just spoiled for you. <laughs> yeah. I always do the last minute recommendation. <laughs> Some people do listen through to spoilers, though.
1: Well let's be honest I mean I don't think it's going to do too much damage to your enjoyment of that film right? no that's true whether you know every part of that plot or not it's kind of all there Well, you kind of know the plot before yeah, it starts exactly. it's not
0: a massive surprise yeah. alright James nice one thanks yeah. for coming let's sure go uh, let's go finally eat some food let's do it alright bye see ya oh wait no Okay. see Kat is not here and I forget how to host um, <laughs> please subscribe to us at the Cinemile we're on Facebook Twitter and Instagram leave us a review have you left us a review James? I have yes of yes, course of course he has he's left us all the reviews he's been Always. setting up cons- <laughs> setting up fake accounts <laughs> yeah. since we started I've got uh, 12
1: iCloud <laughs> accounts just to go onto Apple Podcast uh,
0: no thank uh, please do re- leave us a review uh, it helps us out it helps us get found and uh, let us know what you thought of Cold Pursuit um, and please tweet us at the Cinemile and let us know some of the names of those Liam Neeson action movies that we can't think of Alright, bye everyone. See ya.